Aloha, Divine Soul. You're listening to The Uplifting Podcast. This is your space for cosmic conversations. I'm your host, Randy Lee, 6'2 Sacral Generator with the Cross of Cycles 2. As a modern mystic and channel, my gift is translating esoteric wisdom and complex systems like human design and the gene keys into easily understandable language so you can uncover your inner truth and the higher purpose of your DNA. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with fractal family who are embodying their soul's purpose, as well as solo episodes from me to support you in aligning with your unique design. Human design and gene keys are your personal roadmap to awakening. You are a once in a lifetime cosmic event that will never be duplicated or repeated. Are you ready to unlock the magic within you? It's time to be uplifted. Let's take off. Aloha, Divine Souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the evolution from your icy to your midheaven. These are going to be two gates in your human design that I call hidden gates because you may or may not have them defined. I want to talk about this because as I was preparing for the masterclass that I taught with my friend Gina about prospering through aligned image, which is what your midheaven is all about, I started to notice how my own life experience was mirroring this movement from the IC to the MC. So I want to kind of break down what that all is and then share with you my own personal experience and how this has helped me understand what I'm going through personally in my life in deconstructing all of the religious beliefs that I was born and raised in. It was so illuminating to realize that this is actually connected to these aspects of my chart. Your midheaven represents the southernmost point over the horizon at the time of your birth. It's one of the four angles of your birth chart. So we have in the eastern horizon, this represents your ascendant or your rising sign. Your ascendant sign actually lays out the entire house system in your natal chart and represents the start of the first house. The descendant is opposite of the ascendant. So these are going to be programming partners when you look at the gates that they represent in your human design chart. And your descendant is in the seventh house and represents relationships, partnerships, where your ascendant really represents your self, your physical appearance, your self-image. And then your north direction is the IC. And this is at the fourth house. This represents your home, your family, your ancestors, traditions, and then the midheaven. This is the 10th house, the career, public image, success. So north and south, those are going to be programming partners, your IC and your MC. And then east and west are also programming partners, your rising and your descendant. So these kind of lay out four angles of your birth chart. Your midheaven represents how you want to be remembered and your social standing and reputation. And it's really the shortest path to personal fulfillment and indicates why you want to achieve these goals in the first place. 
Your midheaven gives you insights into the vision of success you would like to achieve. Understanding your specific midheaven placement gives you insights on what professional success looks like for you and how you're designed to prosper through an aligned public image. Like I mentioned, your midheaven is deeply connected to your IC. These are placements that are in opposition on your chart. And your IC represents the lowest aspect of your chart. It's the roots. Like I mentioned, this is in your fourth house. So if you look at the layout of your chart, it goes from the first house to the 12th house. And the fourth house is really at the base of your chart. So it's like the foundation. It's where you're coming from. It's your family, your ancestors, your inner self, and past conditioning. It's a place of emotional comfort and security. And it's where you're coming from this place that you have motivation to step into your MC, into your midheaven. And you start to build upwards from your IC towards your MC. So if you think about your chart, we have the roots here in the base of your chart in your IC. And your MC is the branches, the leaves, and the flowers that come out of those roots. Your midheaven is the realization of your personality that is externally expressed into the world through your career, reputation, and social status. In order to fully understand our midheaven, we have to understand our IC. We have to understand where we're coming from. So looking at the qualities of your IC and your midheaven in terms of astrologically, the gates that are defined, the lines, if it creates a channel, if it's in a defined center, an undefined center, all of these aspects are going to really influence how your specific placements are manifested in your life. My midheaven is in 26.5 and my IC is in 45.5. 45.5 is not a gate that I normally have defined in my human design chart. I have 26.4 defined in my personality Uranus. So it's a different line expression, but the midheaven is coming from a defined center and the IC is coming from an undefined center. It's actually coming from my totally open throat center. My midheaven in gate 26 is in Sagittarius and my IC in gate 45 is in Gemini. When you look at your IC and the zodiac sign that it was in, you can really get an idea of what was going on in your home life, what was happening growing up, and some of the past conditioning that could have occurred. When we're looking at these different characteristics of the zodiac sign, it can really be on a spectrum of, you know, either these things were present or they weren't and you desired them to be present. And this is what creates this motivation for us to move into our midheaven, into our MC. With having my IC in Gemini, family values were really important growing up. And communication was really something that I desired in the home. Communication was really repressed. So again, if you have 
Gemini, it may be that a lot of things were always being communicated and lots of things were going on at once, or they weren't, those things were repressed and you desired for it to be that way. So for me, growing up in a high demand religion and not feeling like I belonged, not really agreeing with what was being taught and the beliefs, that wasn't safe for me to express it. And as much as I wanted to communicate and talk openly about these things, I knew that I would be punished for it because the family values were so important and were enforced. And one of the family values was obedience. And so it was more about obedience to these family values rather than an individual expression. If you think about Gemini, Gemini is the twins. And it was almost like I was kind of living a dual life of the person that I had to be at home and then the person that I could be out with other people who weren't involved with the church. But I couldn't really bring those things together or communicate about those things in the home. With having a Gemini IC, teaching and learning was really an emphasis growing up. And this was a big thing for me as well. I quickly learned that if I couldn't fit in in the high demand religion, if I couldn't be the perfect Mormon girl, then I could be the straight A student because I kind of saw on the family values that it was like the church was first and then there was education. And so I thought if I can't fulfill this role of the perfect Mormon girl, and if I can't live up to that, I can live up to the value of education and I can be that straight A student. And I was that all throughout college. You know, I graduated college with a 4.0 GPA. I never got lower than an A in my undergraduate degree, actually not even in my master's degree. I've always been an incredible student and it was really out of a coping mechanism that was rooted in how I was raised. You know, this is the roots of my chart. So that created this desire to rise up into my MC, which is in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is all about personal truth. It's about spirituality and philosophy. And so I thrive in having a career where I can be learning new things and I can have this ability to travel and explore and also express my own personal truth be in my own version of spirituality and to be communicating and contextualizing these different philosophies. That was something that I really desired from my home life that I wasn't really given. I didn't have the ability to communicate my personal truth or explore my own version of spirituality or philosophy and my own beliefs. I did have a deep connection to learning and that still now is such an important thing. If I'm constantly learning, then I'm always continuously evolving even within my own beliefs and even within systems like human design and the gene keys. It can be helpful to look at the shadow of the gate that you have defined in your IC to reflect on how that might have been a part of your life growing up, your childhood, 
and how that might have motivated you to seek some of those higher frequencies than out into your MC. For instance, with my IC being in Gene Key 45, the shadow is dominance. And that was really a big theme in my childhood was this theme of dominance and control. And like I mentioned, having to be obedient and to fall in line with certain hierarchies. There's a lot of hierarchies within the church that I was raised in, and it's very patriarchal. And so men are often, not often, they are really seen as above women and are given more rights and more responsibilities than women. With being a woman and being the oldest child, it was a lot that I had to really fight against to try to be my authentic self. I also have a undefined G-center, so I had this tendency to want to just try to fit in and be a chameleon, but I experienced so much cognitive dissonance early on with trying to be somebody that I wasn't. And, you know, you can only really do that for so long before you just snap. And that's what can lead to a lot of suicidal ideations. You know, I experienced that in my adolescent years. And I think it was really because I just felt like I couldn't fit in anywhere truly being my authentic self. And I think that can be a really scary place to be when you are an adolescent, when you're a child. That kind of drove me to seek my own personal truth and to seek my own unique expression and to have more of communion. That's the higher aspect of 45. The city is communion. And I really desired to have that within my family. But because of this dominance and control that was happening, it really blocked us from forming deeper relationships within the family. Now that has really been transformed through me starting to understand the roots of where I've come from. This deconstruction that I have been on has really helped me to begin to heal these parts of growing up that I didn't realize were still influencing my behavior as an adult. You know, I'm 36 years old now and I had really run from and ignored all of the things in my past for the majority of my life. It's only been in this past year that I've really started to look at them and deconstruct them in a whole new way. And I also think it's interesting that I have a fifth line in my IC and my MC. It's this expression of the heretic, of a revolutionary, of somebody who's here to see things a different way and to challenge old systems. And I really believe that I did that in my family. 
I have a trans sibling and I really think that with me being the oldest and already challenging my parents' beliefs early on, I think this had them already start to question their beliefs and have to look outside of the box early on. You know, I just kind of forced them into that. So then when my trans sibling came out, it was really accepted by my parents. They were so open and loving, and I don't know if it would have been that way if I didn't help to start to challenge their previous held beliefs. My dad even admitted recently that he really, in the beginning, enforced this obedience over individuality. And I kind of helped to break him out of that because he started to see that this frame that the church had put forth that every single child needs to fit into the same box. I think I started to challenge that previously held belief and they started to see, okay, maybe this box doesn't actually fit for every one of my children. Maybe actually each child needs something different. I'm really grateful that I had the courage as a young child to speak up and to challenge things, even though there was a lot of me that was still repressed and that I still hold back even today that I'm still healing from. I can see that heretic that was within me all along, not willing to just accept the status quo. With 45 also being in my open throat, I can see how I really desired to be seen and heard and didn't really feel that early on growing up. I never truly felt like I was recognized for being my authentic self. I was recognized for achievements and for playing the role of and and being an obedient child. I was praised for that. I was praised for getting good grades. I was praised when I would lose weight because I always struggled with my weight from an early age and really struggled with my self-image. And that was a really big thing growing up. I could see how this led into the shadow of 26, which is in my MC, in my midheaven, and the shadow is pride. I really started to believe that the only way that I could be seen or recognized or loved and accepted by others was through looking a certain way. You know, this pride of like wanting to just accumulate all of these material things so that others would see me as being successful. And maybe if others saw me as successful, then I would be more lovable. And so I could see the way that the non-self themes of my open and undefined centers, as well as the shadows of 45 and 26, were really manifested early on, especially in my 20s, when I had left home and was trying to discover who I was, I hadn't yet healed from these things that had happened early on. And so I was really leading from the shadow expression. So as I've been able to heal these aspects 
especially from my childhood. And the Venus sequence and the Gene Keys has been a big part of that alongside of deconstructing the beliefs that I was born and raised with. I've been able to see how now I'm living more from the gift frequency of 45 and 26, which is synergy and artfulness. And this has really been an expression through my career, through my public image. I want to be seen as somebody who sells what I have to offer in a very artful way that's not manipulative or not trying to sell people something they don't truly need or trying to dominate them and control them by creating these hierarchies. You know, especially in the coaching industry, there's a lot of these hierarchies that are created where we think that others who appear more successful, especially on social media, who claim to make all of this money, a lot of it is money worship. You know, a lot of people that post just about the financial wins and that's it. Again, you have to start to question how much of this is really a reality and how much of it is just an image that is trying to be portrayed so that others will put them on a pedestal, see them as having some codes or some level of enlightenment that they don't have. And then we pay all this money and begin to worship these people and lose ourselves. You know, I started to see how I had been trapped in that myself. And once I broke through that, I really want to take a stand to help others come back to themselves and their own inner authority so we can start to dissolve these divisions that are occurring that keep us divided so that we can really truly create change in the world because we're not going to create change when we're divided. We're not going to create change when we're continuing to uphold these same hierarchies that keep us divided in order to keep dominance and control over others. And ultimately, it's a way for us to feel more safe. You know, when we feel like we're at the top of the hierarchy, in some way, it's an illusion of more safety, more security. But I'm sure anybody who has climbed up in the hierarchy or has got more material resources, you've experienced feeling that just having more material resources doesn't change the feeling of lack or fear or scarcity when you haven't healed that within you. When you haven't first healed that on a cellular level, we have to transform it, those feelings within our bodies. And that's why I think looking at our IC can be so powerful because we can see where these roots are in our chart and some of the shadow aspects that our behavior might be rooted in now in our MC, in our expression of our public image, in our career and the reputation and our vision of success. And when we can start to heal this, we can come into those gift frequencies, those higher expressions and truly begin to prosper from having an aligned image. If you're interested in learning more about your specific Midheaven placement, you can purchase my masterclass, Prosper Through Aligned Image. We also have 
other Hidden Gate classes available. We have a class on your rising sign, a class on your Chiron. Coming soon will be our final class on Lilith. You can purchase it as a standalone class, or you can purchase a bundle, which will come with the other classes at a discount. All of the links will be in the show notes. I hope you have enjoyed this episode, and I can't wait to connect with you in the next one. Aloha. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram or in my free community, Embodiment by Design. Follow me on Instagram at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or your biggest takeaways. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps get the message out to more people. I believe that human design and gene keys should be knowledge we all have access to. So if this message resonates with you, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with someone you love. Thank you for being a part of this community and for your devotion to embodying your authentic self. I see you. I recognize the inner work that you're doing. It never goes unnoticed. Until next time, soul family, stay uplifted. This podcast is brought to you by Contessa Digital.